I get so lit up and so excited about creating change in my life and I have a plan and I do all these things and then nothing. And then I go back down that spiral and I don't feel motivated and I don't feel like doing it and I'm just as lost or maybe more than I was before and I just don't know. This is something that I hear so often from people and what bugs me is that a lot of teachers are teaching this and it doesn't work in the long run. And what I want to share with you is how do you feel replenished, ignited, excited, eager? Not just temporarily, but how do you live from that place? And that is what's wrong with so many teachings. And I feel so passionate about this because I just recently saw a like a huge person, like a, a name, a big name in the personal growth and development industry um, and just crushed me. Because it's like, this is not long term. Like, yes, it's so good and it gets people pumped and excited. But this is not long term solution. And I'm going to share in this video why and how do we create that long term solution? And what does it actually mean? And I want to just like my hands are drawn here. Anyone who's known of my work know that I work with the four energy centers from the shamanic tradition. And this is the fire. So we go from these extremes of a big flame that like call the firemen or this teeny tiny little light that's like, oh my God, that's about to go out right now. And how do we maintain this powerful flame that is strong, that is certain? How do we live life in this way? Hello and welcome to the Powerful Self Podcast. I'm your host, Anna, and I'm here to support you through your transformational journey, providing you with practical tools, practices, and principles to help you permanently remove subconscious energetic blocks, clear those limiting beliefs that may be standing in your way, and help you truly align with the life that you desire, a life in which you experience deep knowing, unshakable confidence, and true personal freedom every single day, because that is what you came here to do. So this has been inspired by so many clients and just people that I talk to that are they're like, and this was totally me in the past, so I get it and I know what didn't work and I know what does work and this is why I'm making this video because I want those long-term results for you because so many people um, sell this whole just get pumped and so excited or, well, you know, you feel resistance. It's okay. Just move past it. Like the first few seconds matter. And then, and then you're going to be okay. Or, um, what I love to do is whenever I'm learning from someone, I see how they're living their life, right? Especially those great teachers that passed away. I want to know how they died because that says a lot about them because especially when it comes to physical illnesses, to disease, it shows us what is out of alignment, where are we living in such a way that um, is not in alignment with our essence? And so some degree teachers, like big names, that, you know, I get curious, why do they die in the way that they did? And really, it's obvious when their teachings are about, we just let it go. Like you have this resistance and just let it go. Or you see these things that are wrong in your life. 
just pretend that it's, uh, you know, flying away or that just those kinds of talk that it's, it's short term, like it's like a painkiller, but it doesn't actually create lasting change. And this video was inspired by several people who were there so, so excited about their life, about transformation. And after a few weeks, it's nothing. And they go back to their old selves and they're like, this happened again. And it's actually worse because you're there like, but I was feeling so high, what happened? And you just don't have the energy. And here is why. When we create, when we make change, when we try to accumulate things from a place of not enoughness, lack, emptiness, we can't get to a place of abundance, fulfillment, joy, bliss, peace. Here's what happens with so many teachings that is off. Absolutely fantastic. Look, I, I was a big fan of these things. I still am. And you know, sometimes when I need it, but I bring in the second part, which I'm bringing to you in this video, because I cannot emphasize the importance of it. There's a part of you, let's say that created a limiting belief. I got to work hard. If I am to become anything, I got to work hard. How many of us have heard that one when we were growing up? Like you're too lazy. Like nothing is ever going to get accomplished, right? You got to work hard for the things in your life if you want to have a good life. And there's that belief system. And you would go to just, you know, there's so much content out there and people who go into, well, it's just that's an old belief system. Just flip it over. What's your new belief system? Things come easy. That feels amazing. Okay. And that feels empowering for a short amount of time. And you may even see that new, this new belief system manifest in your life. Like, oh my God, things do come easy. Check this out. This is awesome. I love it. And this will not last. Here's why. Because what you really did with that one, with things didn't come easy, and there's that struggle, there was a part of you who at some point, deep down, that's the subconscious mind, who created this belief system, who perhaps grew up in a family where they felt they needed to perform. Everybody else performed like, right, if, if I want to be loved, I have to take this belief system as my own, accept it as my own, right? Things don't come easy. We're a hardworking family. Or maybe there was a fear of parents who were, you know, abusive or alcoholics or drug addicts and goes like, whoa, okay, I don't want that. I'm scared of that. I got I to gotta work hard. I don't want to be like them. And it came from this fear. That part is still there. That part who feels so scared or who needs love, who feels that it's not good enough, that it needs to fit in. It's not going anywhere. And it's bringing forward these belief systems. So when we just 
kind of it's it's you can see it however you want to some people use it as the inner child that's what they refer it to as some just in the subconscious um, I do love the image of the inner child because it just really brings forth that the truth is we did come up with all these things when we were children so that's why I'm using the you know this as a the metaphor that I'm using is the inner child so imagine this younger version of you that says I am so scared or I don't feel enough, or I feel like I need to perform, I don't feel safe. And you just write on a piece of paper your new belief system, okay? Things come easy to me. And you stick it on their forehead and say, I'm going to pretend you don't exist because that's my new belief system. What did you do in this process? What did you accomplish? It's like you're, you put a new layer of paint without dealing with the old one. Not only that, but you created more disconnection in the process. Because all that that part wants is to be accepted, to be loved, right? Just like in our family of origin, we felt that we don't belong in one way or another. Not We may have had the best parents. But your ego's programmed to lack. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed how you're looking for things that were wrong? You're remembering those episodes in your life where something felt unsafe? Because you don't want that to repeat again. So every time that something reminds you of that, you go, nope, that doesn't feel safe. I remember my old experience. This happened before. So your mind is just programmed to survive. And it's doing its job really well. And with that survival... We want to be accepted. We want to be part of the tribe. We want to be loved, even if that comes at a price of self-abandonment, of losing our voice, of losing our own connection with our essence. You were born knowing that you are God, life, source, consciousness. You were born knowing that the world is here for you and that you can create with your thoughts and that you manifest whatever the hell you want. But you learned doubt. That's part of the programming. You learned insecurities. You learned fear. And now it's time for those of us who want to live a conscious life, an awakened life, of not rejecting that, but bringing that, having compassion for that, loving those parts of us that are unlovable. Instead of trying to fix, and I'm going to get to the second part of this because a lot of people have this question, well, if, I'm, if I accept this part, it's going to be here to stay. I don't want that. I'm going to get to that in a moment. This journey is about loving the unlovable. Can you see that kid who has that belief of, I got to work really, really hard, who's working itself to the ground, has burnouts, because it's trying to get love and approval and validation, things that I'm going to be happy, and I'm going to get approval if I just work hard enough. And instead of saying, there's something wrong with you, which was the ego's beliefs to begin with, right? What if instead of that, we can bring and say, I love you. I know you're trying so, so hard. I know that you're trying to get love. I love you. And it's okay that you're scared. It's okay that you feel unsafe. And from that place, you know, it goes deeper than this. This is the work that I do with my one-on-one clients. 
from this place, using those tools, creating that connection. And here is what most people ask, right? It's like, well, if I welcome it in, then it's going to be part of me. That's the opposite of what I'm going for here. You can't come into any process with wanting to get rid of. Imagine maybe you have a child, um, maybe niece or nephews, or maybe when you were a child. If you had a problem and you really, really, really want to talk to your parent, or maybe your child is really coming to you, you're like, I really need your attention. Like, can you please look at me? Can you please love me? Can you listen to me? And here they are doing your thing. And you're like, oh my God, okay, what? And you're there just like not really being present with the child. But are they like, okay, like, come on, come on, come on. Five seconds, tell me what you want so I can move on and just so I can get rid of you. Does that feel good? Like, would you want to be around a parent who does that? Like, it's like, I, I mean, in a young age, you know, that's better than nothing. And we settle for that, right? It's like, okay, they're like, it feels like I'm being rejected and this person doesn't really want to listen to me. But hey, at least they're going to solve this thing. If they, if they can't be present with me, I'll settle for that. But does that feel good? No, you want to be heard and loved and say that you're perfect the way you are and I accept you the way that you are. And yet that is what we do with ourselves. We reject ourselves like, oh, that yeah, this thing, this belief system, I don't like you. Let's fix you. Do you like to be fixed? Neither does that inner child of yours. And so instead of going into... How do I not be that? What if you welcome it in? And here's a funny thing that happens. Actually, when you welcome these parts in, they, that's how you transmute energy. That belief system dissolves. And you get to come back to your essence. And here is the part where most people get wrong. It's the whole point of this video. We are essence. You are this ease, you know, with the example, what was it that um, things are, you know, you have to work hard. You came here knowing that you don't. You are essence. You are bliss. You are abundance. You are just all the best. You are that energy that you were before you came into this body and that you will be after you leave it. On top of it, there are these belief systems, fears, all these things, right? And then what most people will teach you is, right, Let's put another layer on top of that. That is the opposite of that. And not only does that not work, but also then your subconscious makes another layer on top of that one and it never ends. Instead, when we just have this one layer of resistance on top of our essence, which is just, we know it, we are divine. We get to bring that in and this layer just dissolves, it crumbles. Because that love transmutes it, that acceptance, that wholeness, the remembering of who we are. You see, the word remembering, the opposite of it is not forgetting. The opposite of remember is dismember, right? Pieces falling apart and you get to bring it together. You get to bring yourself together. You get to welcome in wholeness. So instead of putting those layers and trying to learn something new, it's about loving the parts of you that were scared, loving those limitations. And this is the counterintuitive thing because your ego will go into, no, I have to fix this. How's that going for you? 
the thinking mind is what created the problem in the first place. So how can you possibly solve it with the same thinking that created the problem? It makes no sense. So again, if this is something that you want to go deeper into, it's like I have just my clients have incredible results in three months because we're not adding additional layers. We're working with that resistance that you've learned and we transmute it. And afterwards, we tune in to that energy that is God, life, source, consciousness. So you have this infinite supply that just fuels you. So you're not stuck and, you know, taken off center by people or circumstances or things around you. Actually, that's a whole separate video because that's one that I hear a lot. And, you know, people tell me, well, I get taken off center by my environment, these people who are trying to take advantage of me. And I go, what? You, you like the infinite supply of love abundance how can anything be taken away from you how can you be taken advantage of you are god itself you are that divine energy moving through you so what are you hearing me say and really to recap like i would love to hear below what what stood out for you because we may hear you know what just came through in very different ways and i would love to hear your point of view on this but the main takeaway is that it's not about trying to fix yourself. It's about actually accepting the divinity that you are and the willingness to see that in all of you. Can you love the unlovable? Because that is what creates the love. That is actually, you know, beauty and the beast that first you have to love something for it to become lovable. You get to create that. You get to create that connection within you and in our world. It begins with you. And on this note, I thank you so much for being here. Um, there's a special offering, a free gift that I'm sharing below. Check out the link in the description. And uh, I'm wishing you a very powerful day. May you remember and embody that creator energy that you are. Thank you for listening to the Powerful Self Podcast. If you found this useful, please make sure to follow so you don't miss any upcoming episodes and share it with those who you think will truly benefit from hearing this. And I love hearing from you. So if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out at info at thepowerfulself.me. And on this note, I am sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time.